millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. He rattles his maracas close to me. I don't like the fact that my trousers are in this. Do you want me to zoom in? Twenty Minute Tim's episode three hundred and three. I'm your host Jamie, and I am joined as always by Stephen. What's happening? And Melly. Yes. And nothing to fear. Absolutely <laughs> nothing to fear. There was a nervy encounter. We were nervous in the pre-match, Stephen. The, yeah, the, yeah. the big match build-up. We had to just acknowledge that that was a, a very important game. All the games are important. All games from there on are important. But that was an important one to get back to winning ways. But in the end, Melly, nothing to worry about. No, it was a bit of canter in the end, wasn't it? It was a. Uh... Control performance from Celtic in the early goal sort of settled it down. Should have scored an hour, at least an hour one before half time. But the only reason it got nervy is because it was so long in sealing it. But Ross County never created it because we didn't let them. I saw a headline that a lot of people had a bit of beef with, Stephen. Uh, the BBC wrote Celtic guest win at Ross County and winning Dingwall in a nervy affair. And so many people like, unbelievable nervy affair 2-0 and then showing the BBC the stats and all that I mean I don't know about you but I was nervous watching it Aye it's, it's very easy to look at the result and say what are you talking about it was 2-0 mm. but but there was a sense of oh that this is a little bit tense but yeah. I'll, I'll qualify that by saying the only reason I think in my opinion that it was in any way tense or nervy wasn't because Ross County were good or I mean they were alright they were mm. alright for, for Ross County but it wasn't that it <laughs> <So> wasn't <patronizing. laughs> he, he said once again patronisingly <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were so good. That a boy <laughs> rubbing wee milk in the top even of the head. That there. much credit. I'll get to in a minute. It, it wasn't that Celtic were bad. It wasn't that Celtic didn't look like they were going to win the game at all times. It was just that. Remember what I said about the semi final was that it didn't follow the script. You know, Rangers mm, yeah. were supposed to be tired. We were supposed to once we scored the goal, we were supposed to go on and dominate. I think this was similar in that when Kyo goes back in form, gives a well back in the the team for a start, gives the fans a bit of a lift, go into a really early lead. They've got a player booked after like four minutes or mm. something like that. More chances come. Kyogo misses sitters and everything. The script here is we're going to absolutely do them. And then you find yourself sitting there going, kind of, hey, uh, 70 minutes gone, lads. Still 1 0. It's no. because we've seen that movie before yeah, under yeah, Celtic, isn't it? it? You've seen this movie before where it's a must win game. You've got the 1 0 win. And you, you, you gave a wee bit of credit there at Ross County. I don't give them any credit yeah. at all. Their, their tactics were absolutely abysmal. Ross Callaghan, I think that's his name, or Callahan, however you pronounce it. Don't know, doesn't matter. Don't know what team he supports. <laughs> I can guess. But I don't know for sure which team he supports. He was on one. Oh. He was on the absolute tear. 
Um, a challenge of Cal McGregor that the referee saw absolutely nothing wrong with, which was astounding to me. Um, there was you pointed out pre uh, pre podcast that there was actually obviously yourself, Melly. There was one on Taylor as well that the referee missed prior to both of the other tackles. Well, I would it was me that, but I don't think it was a foul on Greg mm. Taylor. But I didn't notice it at the time because it only became like fully in full context after he did those things right at the start that he was right of it it was like 80 stuff go out and, go, go out and get in amongst him go out and stick one on there get on top of their best player but he had gone right through Greg Taylor I think he won the ball in fairness to him mm. I think he won the ball it was very very early on he just kind of bundled Taylor over on the touchline but then within like three minutes he had done that on McGregor and he had been booked for a wild one on Ralston as well. And it brought to mind the, the debate we had last week about the whole Lundstrom thing. Not to drag us back into that, but mm. it'll come up a wee bit later on as well because we've got them yet again. Mm. Inexplicably, we're talking about Rangers yet again uh, for this three, three games in five weeks or Aye. whatever it was. But it brought to mind the debate we had about Lundstrom. And when we released our podcast talking about that, we got some YouTube comments from, you know, Supporters of another persuasion, <laughs> and it wasn't just the usual stuff, it wasn't just the usual patterless emoji strewn nonsense, right? <laughs> there were some people trying to make a reasonable debate that, yeah, but Lundstrom, think about it, if he got booked for one of the first ones, he doesn't play like that anymore because he calms down, you know, he takes the warning, mm. as if no one's ever been booked twice in a game, <laughs> if it happens, happens all the time, and crucially, he wasn't booked, so he <laughs> yeah. never received that first warning to calm down anyway. But the, the Callaghan thing, or however you pronounce it, it was like, people say he should have been booked for the thing on McGregor first. Mm. He should have, but yeah. it wasn't even a foul. And he showed in replays that he basically went through the player to win the ball. But if he's booked for that, then he doesn't just about you know, break Ralston's <laughs> legs shortly afterwards as well. See, in fairness, that at least the referee may have bottled the first one, but at least he got the card out right yeah. away. He didn't yeah. he didn't shit himself like most referees do and say, oh, I can't book something in the first five minutes. He actually did. And it, it kind of curtailed his game a little bit for and the that, rest. That, what you say, it was like something for the 80s. That, that, <laughs> yeah. was, that was Malky McKay's approach to that game. That was just... Send Callahan out to kick and go through the back of people. There was another couple of players actually who were who were basically on the same wavelength as Callahan. And then in the second half, I saw Ross County. Their tactic was any time they got into the final third, they would hit the deck, win a free kick, and then launch shell it into Celtic box. Their tactics were very much something for the eighties, and yeah. obviously that's what you need to do to survive in this absolute muck league oh. this season. <laughs> Everyone else in this league is skitters. Uh, yeah. So obviously that's why Ross County have managed to come up with a way to play to survive. But one thing I did like about Celtic's approach to the game was for many, many parts of the game, Ross County were chasing shadows oh, because yeah. a lot of their players were busting to close us down. They were doing that thing where they just closed down one player, one player goes to one player and we had so many passion options. We were so dynamic off the ball that we were just moving the ball about. So by the time this guy's closed, we've already moved the ball at the next guy, but Ross County has switched on enough to press as a unit. So we're just knocking it about and some of our passing was, was sensational. Yeah, it was great. The I thought the two fullbacks in particular found a lot of space and were very good both on the ball and going forward. And Celtic done what they didn't do last week against Rangers is move the ball quickly from the centre-backs into the mm. midfield and we seemed to get a, a lot of joy out of it and when we got that early goal we just sort of passed them to death, didn't they? I, yeah. can't, I can remember, what was it one block from uh, Carter Vickers but apart from that, Ross County didn't create anything. Again, that's because Celtic don't let them. They were controlled, dominant and I just thought, look... We should win this game. We should win this. Mm. We should have been two up at half time, as I said, at least. But 
going into it towards the end, there is ten- tension in the crowd, but I don't think there was any tension on the pitch from the players because they know what, knew what they're doing and it was sort of one nil. It would have been a dominant one nil, but two nil was icing the cake. How many chances did Kyogo have? Oh, oh. I know, I know. Uh, I forgot that was kind of part of the deal with Kyogo, and it mm. misses big sitters then <laughs> when he's not when he's not scoring. The one on one with the keeper yeah. was pretty unforgivable. Got to score that. Aye. Absolutely got to score that, and that would have gone some way to relieving the tension a good bit if if that goes in. A couple of the other chances. There was one really great move between him and Maida the, down the left, mm. and they both yeah. just kind of took one touch together and. Kyogo skied it over the bar that wasn't as easy as it may have looked I mean, it's very difficult to score from that angle but the one on one with the keeper oh, you've, you've got to do better there good to have him back though isn't it oh, yeah it's great and it? it was good to see him Hitati and Maeda all starting on the, in the one pitch he was good his movement again is brilliant and you see he just pins teams back because he, he is either on the shoulder or he starts a lot of the time offside and moves and then jumps back on so mm. He's a handful for defenders. Can I just stop you? There's no difference whether you're onside or offside because there was so many, there was about two or three really <laughs> poor offside calls in this game. Well, he had a goal disallowed as well, which was yeah. wrongly wrongly disallowed. He was just onside, so he's timed his run perfectly and didn't get the rewards. But a couple of finishes weren't great. There was uh, Cal McGregor had a few wild ones mm. as well that he should have done better. He's, he's usually quite clinical when he gets mm. into that sort of area. He's got a decent, tidy finish, but... Shooting uh, was a wee bit wayward, and I think four or five times the the ball went right, right out the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it did, it did go right. Cal McGregor once he rattled the bar of the stadium and it came back in. Did you see that? He rattled it over the actual crossbar, hit the stadium, and it bounced back on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, uncharacteristic. From there was one, I think it was in the second half that it took a massive bobble just before yeah. it, and the shot itself was absolutely wild. And he did that token football thing. How you look back and curse the <laughs> curse the wee bobble, but kind of like if you do, if you're walking down the street and you trip on a wee mm. bit of pavement, you need to go back and kind of. You kind of scowl at the pavement. In case somebody saw you. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> In case somebody saw you. I think I, the dynamic with Koyogo back, because uh, Anne said pre game that Koyogo was finally fit enough to start mm. games. I think it was pretty evident to everybody that watched the Cup semi that he was nowhere near fit enough. Yeah. And he says that uh, Yakimakis wasn't yet fit to start a game, and that was that sort of made his decision for him based on who was fit. But he adds a completely different dimension to the team, doesn't he? Yeah, he's class. He's just a class act. And sometimes he's not involved in the game a lot, but you, you just know if you give him. Give him a couple of chances, he'll be in there, he'll get a shot away. And that's another header. He won up at Dundee. He's, he's pretty clinical in there. It was a good cross from Jota who who also played well. So it's just good to have him back. But it's also the fact that we've got him playing, but we've got Jack and Marcus on the bench. And when it was getting later in the game, when you're thinking, right, maybe we need something different up there, just a wee bit of physicality. On comes Jack and Marcus, and you're looking at the sub Celtic made yesterday. Yeah, All no. good players, man. We had player of the year, double player of the year came off the bench. David Turnbull <laughs> last, year, <laughs> last year's double player of the year, player of young player of the year. Absolute came. insult that. I know. <laughs> I know. He came into the team in about December or somewhere. And came, <laughs> it was a protest vote. No offense, Dave. No offense. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you deserve your award. I'm sure you cherish it. It's it's such a great time to get Kugo back as well because mm. it, it would if we were missing these guys, both Yakimakis and Kyogo at the same time, it would start to get towards, and Maeda has been added since then as well, but remember we're basically playing without a striker for ages earlier on the season, and despite the fact you've got loads of good attackers in there, loads of good attacking options, you really need that that focal point, the guy guy in the middle, because it's all very well having very similar wide forwards and all that, but if you've not got that central striker, it's it's just not the same. I think last time we were up at uh, Dingers, it was... (laughs) Uh, Juranovic, Montgomery and a bad up front. Yeah, so right, yeah. 
Uh, that was the Tony Ralston game as well. So you're looking at it going, look, we have come a long way in a short space of time with the options we have, the the subs you can bring on, the players we can call from the bench, but also like, Juranovic was injured. He's the only injury for Celtic mm. right now. And Tony Ralston came in and was brilliant again. He just He's a really good player. So it's looking good for Celtic. We've got most players fit and people coming back into form like Kyogo Jota. His goal was uh, one of the boys said on the, the post-match press course, not the post-match press course, the post-match podcast, the reaction podcast that we do for the pages. One of the boys said it was Larson-esque. Yeah. And to be honest, I thought that watching the game, mm. he's got a great great leap for a short man. Hang time. <laughs> he's, got hang time. he's got hang time. I don't, I don't quite know the physics of that. Is it possible for individuals to just jump for longer than I, I don't know. But I, I'm sure. Get in I, touch, get into the comments. Is I'm it sure possible? I'm sure it is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm, sure, I'm, sure I've, uh, I'm sure I've seen a basketball YouTube thing right. about what hang time specifically is right. so yeah Kyogo definitely had it yeah he does and uh, yeah great header and it's not something you expect to a, a guy like that mm. you, you maybe kind of make judgments based on his physicality and not really expect him to get a lot of headers but Maida's had you're, several yeah, headers you're as well you're furious if you're the centre half Kyogo is 5'7 I think I'm not I'm yeah, not, being, yeah. I'm not taking the piss he's like 5'7 and he out jumps to big bully centre halves to stick the ball away great cross perfectly timed header yeah it was good and that's the thing like, it doesn't really matter what size you are if he makes the space like he done and he's got the perfect delivery from Jota it's, it's a good header right in the corner keepers no chance and it's just one of those ones you're, right that's it boys that's mm. it we're in front we've not got that sort of nerves when it builds up into the game but I thought Celtic played played well and deserved the goal and after that you just get that second goal it would have been ideal a bit closer to half time but some of the stuff we played in that first half was really really good because mm. Despite what you say about Ross County, look, they have done ridiculously well this yeah. season, considering yeah. where they come from as well. And they are a very effective team. And there was a lot of chat before the game that they've not lost up here since Celtic beat them. Well, that's because they've not played Celtic. The, <laughs> big, the big dogs haven't been there. <laughs> hey, Jota played pretty well. I got some comments, some disses. People were cyber, <laughs> people were cyber bullying me um, because I was pretty pissed off at Jota's mm. performances uh, as of late since he's came back. But I thought he was absolutely brilliant. I did predict a goal from him. Anybody that follows us on Twitter will see that the prediction yeah. for this week was a Jota goal. I heard a rumour today that uh, Jota's house hunting. Oh. No. Would you be doing that for a couple of months? What country is the house hunting in? Just before we Portugal. move on. <laughs> it's been Fika place. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> So, uh, no, but I heard a wee rumour that he's been house hunting in Glasgow. Mm. He was very non-committal after, after the game, saying, look, I'm just here to concentrate my football. But do you know what? Steve, that's perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, he was such a crucial run-in. That's all I want to hear for the play. Focused on winning. I'll, I'll, I'll worry about my future later. If Celtic want me, and I want, that's fine. Discuss that at the end of the season. But man of the match, yes or no? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he. I think he deserved it. I think he's scored. He scored the crucial winner. Yeah. Set up the first one and created a couple of other chances as well. He, he looks really good on the right side. He drifted out onto the left at one point as well uh, later on in the game. But he looks really good on the right, which I wouldn't have expected from him. He seems tailor-made for that kind of left-sided cutting and, and shooting type role, but he's not actually very good at that. He's not yeah. He's not got a great shot when he comes in off mm. that left. He, he looked a lot more a lot more deadly, looked a lot more dangerous and, and full of intent when he was on the right. So I, I, it was his best game for a, a good while and he looked right up for it, to be honest, and he contributed massively. And what, what was that? I mean, there's no getting away with it. That game was massive. That no, game was huge. It really, really was. I was really nervous about it, not because it's Ross County. Well, in part because it's Ross County because I thought they'd make it difficult, which in part they did. Um, but I was starting to think about like, 
There's just there's still too many games left of this season for my liking. There's too many games well, left. Well, it was on everyone because you drop points there, and then you know anything can happen in That's the Rangers I mean, game. Yeah. Like fucking hell! I know. I'd started thinking about Hearts as well. Hearts going to be right up for it, mm. practicing for the cup final and all that kind of thing. So uh, it was a good one to get get out of the way. It was a, a huge result. Yeah, it was. You could sense that at the game and yeah. after the game, everybody's like, right, four games to go, three of them at home. We need to win two games, and we are. Going to clinch the cinch, so <laughs> it was a uh, thank you, cinch. By the way, thanks for putting on a really good season for us. All, oh, worthy league sponsors. Oh, uh, it might, no. might come back to them later. You're going to blur out cinch. Uh, yeah, we can't say. You can't say. I, lo- I love that. That was that is the pettiest. The, the pettiest of and, uh, uh, Rangers playing off like it was Motherwell that did it when the Motherwell manager presumably. Well, he was interviewed in front of the cinch, and then with the <laughs> Giovanni, it's the pettiest thing ever. Who lets them do that? But. Surely this our, our bum league, the people that run our bum league. So, no, you imagine that happening in imagine that happening in the Premier League in England. <sighs> Just I some know. guy with a bit of masking tape. No. <laughs> I, drive, <laughs> I sell like BMWs, so I'm not having Vauxhall written here. Get that tape. I'm just going to start doing that with strips. I don't like over my over my left shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, and I was going to ask you as well. Look, Jota coming back, well playing well and looking like he's back to his best. He's, he's a great option to have, but. When I watched the game back today, at the game I felt Hitati didn't have a great game, but watching it back I thought he was fine the first half. I thought he was fine the first half. Mm. Tailed off a wee bit in the second half. What did you make his performance? I think it was exactly the same as it always is with Hitati. I thought he was absolutely, I think you're right, he was absolutely fine the first half and then the the fitness goes in the second half and that's when he's... There was comments this week as well, Mm. didn't he? Uh, Yeah, that's right. Comments about how exhausted he's been since yeah. since coming to Scotland, emotionally and physically and all that. So I, I didn't really expect to see him starting this game, to be honest. Do you think he's a, here's the question about Hatati, Stephen, though. Do you think the way that Hatati's performance was going, do you think he's a bit of a ticking time bomb with a, with regards to the, the dip? He starts well and then drops, but Anne seems to persist with him. Stick, stick, stick. And there is an argument to say that maybe Anne just try to play him through this bad yeah. form. But if the guy's knackered, if he's emotionally and physically exhausted, <laughs> yeah. how much more just can you squeeze out of him? Well, that's a good point to make. Anne's clearly trusts him. Anne's clearly has a huge amount of belief in him because we've got midfield options. We've got mm-hmm. players coming back. Plenty. And I've been looking for Turnbull to come back into the team, but I don't think he really warranted his position no. just yet. It's, it's one of those Kyogo things as well. We just need to trust that Players will be ready when they're ready. When the manager says they're ready, they'll come in and, and play a part. We we can't really force that. So Hatate, he didn't he didn't play badly, but he, he just tired really really awfully after half time. There was a a period round either side of the hour mark where he just started giving the the ball away constantly, and I thought he would have get taken off at that point. But O'Reilly went off, mm. and then he went off a wee bit later on. I think so. Uh, no different to usual, but it is a strange one because after that article or the interview came out where he's basically talking about how exhausted he is. And he looks at uh, at times, not all the time, he just tires really badly in the second half of games. I thought that would have been a good opportunity to take him out. But Ange Postecoglou clearly wants him in there for a yeah. reason. He's not going to just play this guy for absolutely no reason. That's that's not going to happen. You're not going to play in an Ange team through anything other than merit. So I can only assume that that's why he's there. But he does, he does look shattered. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's got next season because, oh, right. because this will be removed. See this, he's... He's knackered, he's played a full season in Japan, he's yeah. been travelling, he's played international. That'll be gone by the start of next season, so we won't have that safety net anymore. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he's properly got, and I, th- I think he'll be absolutely brilliant next season. Pre-season under his belt as well, yeah, probably exactly. make the world a difference for him. And I think I think he was, he was decent yesterday and then just sort of tailed off, but 
What do you do? Do you rest them then for a, we're playing week to week now? It's not as if we've got two games a week currently. So yeah, he just has to suck it up, doesn't he? He just needs to put his big boy uh, pants on. It's the end <laughs> yeah. of the season and look, if Celtic and Postacoglu maybe have been playing him saying, look, give me 70 minutes and we've got options in the bench. It's something we didn't have at the start of the season. So when you look at the bench, Rogic and Turnbull coming on, they were two main starters for us. We've got a top goal scorer, Leila Bada mm. there, Forrest coming on. So the, the options were good and Celtic used him and this five subs has really helped us see out games as well. Can imagine bringing on Tom Rogic, man? Is that our, is that our best 11 without Juranovic? Uh, Potentially an argument for Rogic in there. Ange seems to have different dips of different options for different mm. games, doesn't he? I like Rogic, but I think O'Reilly and Hitati maybe going forward. I would really like to see how Turnbull and O'Reilly get on together. I yeah, think that yeah. could be a good partnership, but like, it's not as if we could be looking at Hitati saying, oh, he's having a nightmare every week, get no, him no. out, or no. Rogic, oh, he's, he's not doing it. Everybody's doing it. Turnbull's come back from injury, so to see all those options there is good, and I would probably would see... Juranovic coming in and that is our strongest 11 but how often do you get to play that it's, it's a tough one This is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to $2 a manicure which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Fellas, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below the waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. 
time to clear out your winter bush and join four other million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and is giving support for fighters, survivors and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. So, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code TIMS at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. So that was Ross County. That was the game before the game. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've got it in me for another Glasgow <laughs> the, uh, the sweet relief after that, that second goal went in was brilliant mm. and the celebrations after it because you're, that's it and, yeah and you're, you're, but in many ways that was the appetiser wasn't it that, oh, was, that was the game before the game you, you win that and then once that second goal goes in as you say everyone is party time but the focus immediately turns don't even get a second it immediately turns to the Rangers it's a big game. appetizer though isn't it it's, oh, it's like having a burrito as a starter or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tough going what's, what's, the, what's the main course going to be like Jesus <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Rangers game I've, it's been it's been non-stop recently yeah. we've not had the chance to really build up to Rangers games recently because they've just been coming thick and fast but this is this is a big one uh, I can imagine a scenario <laughs> where you say that last Yeah, last yeah, yeah, time. I did. I, I, <laughs> but they're I did. all the big one, Melly. <laughs> well, it, it's not the big one in that it could be like the the thing that tips the, the title race mm. either way. I think we're beyond that now. I think this this could be the game where we've effectively done it. So barring an absolute collapse, if we win this game, you could lose the rest of the games like 14-0 or something like that. <laughs> or one of them 14-0 mm. and still no still no being in any danger. So And we've got and we've got to play them other well, don't we? That's the last game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they were absolutely abysmal <laughs> against Rangers. I watched that game, obviously hoping for a Rangers slip-up. Motherwell were less than pathetic. Yeah, another why? team in this bump parade, oh, if we call a league. Why did they not use a ball in training? Because none of them looked like they'd seen one before. <laughs> I, I don't, I've not got the league in front of me here, but I think Motherwell are another one of these teams that have won like three games since Christmas. They managed to that. weasel into the top six. <laughs> then you do that like 60s training where they basically just put a rope around all of them and they just move around the training pitch in, in lines. They were absolutely crap, but there are, I think obviously Rangers and Hearts are going to be the two most difficult games. Yeah, and yeah. I think this Rangers game, they've got a number of players out, right enough. They've got Roof, who's mm. out, uh, Ramsey. <laughs> Flop, oh, absolute flop. They've got Ramsey out. They've got Hellander. Balogun gets sent off. Am I missing anyone? Morelos, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was their player of the player of the year. Was Morelos he? didn't turn up to accept this award. <laughs> Strange one. But there's some weird name for the top goal scorer as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. And there was some odd context. Everything Rangers do is Aye. weird. I mean, everything Rangers do is weird. Um, so for the game here. I think what we need Golden to... Brogue I was too late with that but it's going, <laughs> it's going in anyway yeah, there you go just drop it in I think there's a few things we need to do for this game because we've only got Juranovic out we've only got Juranovic out for our game right but I think one of the things is we need to buy one of those arches right, <laughs> out of the tunnel and have Cinch written on it oh yeah and then have Rylan oh I get man. we need to get Rylan up to do the the paradise windfall at half yeah. time he's the Cinch guy he's yep. the Cinch oh, he, he's tweeted all the champions of the, the lower league so far so it's just he? waiting oh, on us we like this Cinched it, boys. Oh, <laughs> wait for, for Ryland to get involved. Got that tw- tweet on the, the drafts, haven't we? <laughs> um, no, I, we can't uh, usurp Rangers' pettiness, but we can. We do have to beat them on the pitch. And turning back to more serious matters, if I could wrangle this podcast towards them, really, it's going to be a difficult game. I'm not, I am, I mean, I've 
if you ask me to predict something right now, draw. Draw. Mm. Well, we'll see how Rangers get on on Thursday. Hopefully they get pumped. But <laughs> uh, you should it. be supporting them in Europe. Oh, nah, yeah, never. Yeah. never. The good of Scottish football. <laughs> blah, blah. Yeah, never yeah. happens. No. Name another league where that happens. That's... That is football. You, football. The basis of football is you don't want the other team to do well. Yeah, that's what yeah, the competition yeah. is. If oh, they're doing well, then you're not most of the yeah. time. So of course not. But it's going to be a huge game. But like Stephen said, looking forward to it. And we, when you look how far Celtic have come in such a short space of time over the season, like September, you're dreading games against them. Now we're going into this going, we could potentially... Nine points clear with a goal difference is going to be pretty much in, it'll be over 20 if we beat them. I think mm. so. It's like you're looking at that going, This is a massive, massive game. And going into it, looking at the league form, Celtic, the form is ridiculous, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Rangers have got injuries and a game to contend with before that. So Celtic can go out and play the way they did it last game at Celtic Park because the atmosphere for that and the mm. performance was unbelievable. So if we can do that. It'll be champions elect, but like, Stephen, like, sorry, Melly, on you. I just like Stephen was saying that like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm not really fearing it. I think Celtic can do well. Huh? I'm in the I'm opposite camp for you. Steve, Melly mentioned this midweek game Rangers. I've got. Do we have to just disregard that now? Yeah, yeah. Basically, I, I'm not. I'm not with balls. It's, it's Leipzig. It's Leipzig yeah, away. Yeah. They've got. No, I mean, in terms of affecting their performance. Yeah, yeah. Well, we saw that the last time, didn't we? We, yeah. we went into that game assuming they were going to be shattered, and they they absolutely weren't. That that was completely dispelled uh, mm. for me. So, can it happen? Can it make a difference? I'm sure it can, but I don't think we can count on that type of thing anymore. A few things at play, though. I think this is why the Ross County game again is was such a huge result. We're going to be turning up to that game in full sombrero mode, thinking <laughs> yeah. basically this is this is it. This well, is what we'll... we got to take inflatable kangaroos and the hats with the cork. <laughs> that's what we've got to take. Uh, oh yeah, sombreros are so so oh. two thousand and three. It's got to be the corks thing, racially insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy in front of me at the game yesterday who had exactly that on. The I'll, hat be, I'll the be there kangaroo. in the parkhead, aye. On the Castlemaine forex, if, <laughs> if such a thing still exists. I, I, might, go, I might wear a shumper. <laughs> <laughs> a shumper a, sh- a shumper in shorts <laughs> shorts to the game but, but we are going to be going in full full party mode here mm. now this game it, we shouldn't turn up thinking right we've already won the league no. that, that's that's excessive to a point that, that but good reason to think that just get this over just go out and do our job and mm. play as well as we know we can be the better team like we know we can and it's basically right there. It's right there. And Melly said something about the the form this season that the Celtic have been in the league. I think it's only when this is over we're going to be able to look back on this season as how good it was, yeah. by the way, because it's been tense and we've been involved in a title race for the first time in years. And it's only going to be in the fullness of time we look back and think Celtic were really good that season. Regardless of what happens, they did a, a really good job on it. I don't know what the, the biggest points turnaround has been off the top of my head. But if we beat Rangers, take it to nine points from where we were last season to winning the league by nine points or nine points plus is is remarkable. Yeah. And it is remarkable the job that Ange has done thus far because we just need to listen back to what we were saying in the beginning of the season. What would you take? We would take losing the league as long as we're in touch and distance of Rangers. Yeah. Wouldn't take that now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't take that now, by the way. But I'm just uh, opposite for you. Per, I'm really nervous about this game. I don't know if I've got... Spooked if the if the cup semi shook me a wee bit. Yeah. I just I, I think once I get to Celtic Park and the place is bouncing and the place is rocking, then I'll feel 
a, a lot more comfortable. I don't think Rangers are going to roll up and beat us. I just don't think it's going to be this formality. Yeah. And I think oh, a, I think a lot of it, as usual with these games, my nerves will sort of depend on who's starting. I mean, who who are you having up front? You having Kyogo? You having Yakimakis? Oh, it's a tough one. I think there's a there's a couple of questions about starting lineup, but oh, Yakimakis has done well against him. He's mm. just not got the goal. Kyogo's not really had one start, but he was out in the the wide area. So oh, I don't know, man. I think uh, I'd go with Kyogo. He's he's got the goal yesterday. Seems to be building back, and I think it's more effective bringing Yakimakis on rather than bringing Kyogo on later in the I, game. I think Andrew start with Kyogo, and I think that's the right decision because we've not really seen full flight Kyogo against Rangers halfway. Yeah. So I think he'd be he'd be raring to play against Rangers, and he is a quality player. And I think his movement, his pace, cause their bums centre half <laughs> a lot of problems. I can't decide. I really can't. Mm. I'm, I'm going back and forward in my head here, and we've had this debate very recently as well. And the ultimate answer we came up with was that Kyogo's a better player. Yeah. But for the for the particular set of skills for the task at hand here. Right, so we've established earlier that Balogun is suspended for now unless they pull some appeal bullshit yeah. or something no, like that, right? No, so, Rangers. Uh, so <laughs> he's out, Hellander's out, so it's going to be Bassey and mm. Goldson in the middle with Barisic at left back. They they did a bit of a number on Tom Rogic in the last game. Yep. Does Jakimakis help with that though? I does he, does he help make it a bit more well, physical in there? But But then... I don't think that outweighs Kyogo's movement. Kyogo's movement is masterful. It's mm. absolutely brilliant. It was highlighted again against Ross County. That just the wee peeling runs off the off the crosses and all that. I can, I really can't decide. I would be perfectly happy with either one, and I can see massive pros for for each player. To be honest, it's almost an embarrassment of riches we've got with a pair of them because you can see a situation where they both come on, they both do excellently, and I I mean I don't think there's much debate that Kyogo is just a better footballer which I think is probably the reason we're, we're going to start him. Jamie. Melee. 4-4-2. Come on. <laughs> what the old Jan Venegur, Scott McDonald? <laughs> Big man, little man, get it launched up, centre-half launch it up to Yakimakis, flick-ons, Kyogo runs in behind. Know what, what were you worried about? They'll know what to do. <laughs> 1995. <laughs> I mean, are we just assuming, it, are we just assuming here it's going to be Maeda on the left? Jota on the right and then one of the two there's not going to be any curveballs up front will there be? Uh, I don't think so I think with the way Celtic play and the way they performed at Ibrooks, the front three when it was Jakimakis in there pressed and when Kyogo's in there if he's instead of Jakimakis it will be the same or even more intense press mm. so put Rangers under pressure after they will have the midweek game and they should be tired if that happens but Celtic should be pressing their life out of them and with Maeda, Jota and Kyogo that could be very tasty to watch the Celtic players will be really looking forward to this Stephen they'll be looking forward to getting them at Parkhead because that was a different that was a different beast entirely the last time we played them at Celtic Park it was ferocious we were right on top of them Callum McGregor running about calling people shite bags <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> oh, brilliant. Can, they can try all they want at Hamden right you do see all that do all that at Hamden but see when you come to your house that doesn't fly Does, it doesn't happen at Celtic Park and also it's not going to fly because a lot of pressure on the referees this weekend. There's been a lot of focus on them as of late. Not, not purposely, no. but the, you, you can see it's probably going to be John beating the referee. I don't know if it's been announced yet, right? But you can see, you can't see rather a situation where John Beaton comes in and just lets Lundstrom do what got so much attention at Hamden. Yeah, and nor should he. No, incidentally, that, that, well, that's it. You can't, you can't know because that's been where all the media focus is. Mm. And I, I loved some of the the chat online about how. 
know, Celtic fans are targeting Lundstrom, it's unfair, they're making him a scapegoat and all that. Months after they, they were pulling their balls about, I remember Kyogo <laughs> went down for a penalty and fairly, it was, it was a penalty and he was being branded a cheat in the newspapers. <laughs> it was interesting, they've got the head of referees, the only time the head of referees, <laughs> I can't right. remember his name, two certain, Malcolm Malcolm, <laughs> um, the, the only time the head of referees come out to talk about <laughs> refereeing stuff is, is on the Kyogo. I think his name is Campbell Finlay, oh, <laughs> Campbell it? Finlay Argyle. Oh, there was definitely <laughs> an Argyle yeah. in there. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Where on earth were we going? Oh, referees. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, it doesn't really matter who it is. It was more about Rangers' approach to the game yeah. and Celtic's approach to the game and how we're expecting to see it different this time. Well, that, that um, leads me to talk about the midfield, I suppose, because you know, Lundstrom was, I mean, it would take all that. We're whining about these fills and all that and should have been booked, probably should have been sent off as well. But he was, he was good in the game. He was very physical and he was allowed to get away with that, yes, but he still played the game very well. At this point, in normal circumstances, I probably would have seen conversations regarding Beaton coming back in, happening mm. on social media and all that. But he hasn't played. He's not been in the squad for the last couple of games. And he's, I think Ange only really alluded to an issue that he has. I don't know what that is, but I don't really see him coming in for mm. this game at all. So we're really looking at McGregor and two others. I'd, I think it'll probably be the same. Is the is the game at Ross County? Maybe ro probably Rogic in for O'Reilly. Actually, come mm -hmm. to think of it, but I think it would be unusual for Hatati to play and play and play and play and play. Shattered, he shattered, he shattered, and then no, he's just too shattered yeah. to play against Rangers. So I think Hatati will play. It will be a another. I don't him. see us changing our approach. I think Ange's probably going to view this game as a bit of a point to prove, and and he'll want the guys that played uh, that hurt, got hurt at Hamden to take to the pitch and try and put a few wrongs right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I think that is the only one I think it's it's a toss up between Rogic and O'Reilly isn't mm -hmm. it and look Rogic is a modern day Hunscale player he's, he's he done it he's been there and done it against him so I really like O'Reilly I thought he, he was decent in the first half yesterday as well and I think long term he'll be the main man but I, don't, I want to see Tom in there yeah. as well yeah. just you know he can it's find that space. Oh, as you said, maybe these players. Well. And well, all he's that. getting confident. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, charming. I'm getting confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, just picturing Tom Rogic scored against Rangers. Hatati, he's scored against them. McGregor calling people shite bags. Kyogo, oh, see if Kyogo scores a hat trick. I'm bleaching my hair. I'm bleaching my hair. If um, if Maeda scores a hat trick, I'll, I'll shave my hair. <laughs> 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 I'll, grow a, I'll grow a little moustache you know, see the, the graphic they put up that's got Maida as the, the starting lineup Celtic put out an hour before kickoff. Mm. his facial hair does look drawn on in that yeah. so I don't know if they remember he shaved his yeah, moustache off and he lost his form mm. for a bit <laughs> maybe they drew it back on hoping hoping that would bring him back around <laughs> <laughs> seems implausible but you never know you doing anything with your hair if uh, any Celtic, particular Celtic players score uh, what could I do uh... took too long Stephen <laughs> carry on <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well, the, the more I think about it and the more we talk about it, I'm leaning towards Tom Rogic as well, to be mm -hmm. honest. And we spoke about this the last time. He's edging towards like Alan Thompson and John Hartson levels of, as Melly puts yeah. it, Hunscalping in the modern era. So he is the man for the big occasion. He is the man for these games. It was the great in the mm -hmm. last game uh, or the, the game at Ibrox, but he still popped up with that, that yep. all important role. I've got, a, I've got a, a complicated relationship with Tom Rogic and <laughs> not just the pronunciation of his surname <laughs> as is often pointed out to me. Sometimes when I'm watching Rogic, I think, just fucking hit it. Do you know what I mean? Don't try and finesse it. Don't mm. Just hit it. Because quite often you'll see 
moves past one player, the shot's on, and then he'll cut back in, or he'll, and you think, please just hit it. But you can't take that from his game because that's who he is. Yeah. And he's and, and you just have to you have to accept that. You have to accept that side of Tom Rodgers' game with the 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 genius that he is. Oh, oh, swaying the other way now. I'm mm. just thinking. <laughs> Most of Tom Rogic's goals against them have been at Hamden or Ibrox, haven't they? He's got one at point, Celtic actually, Park, yeah. hasn't he, when we romped him 5-0. So, I don't know, O'Reilly and Hattati played in that last game against them at Celtic Park and absolutely ran rings. O'Reilly's a them. baller. Yeah. He's a really good player. And it's that energy in there, so I wonder if the look, O'Reilly's a wee bit more physical than Rogic. He can get about the pitch more, so I wonder if maybe... It's better starting O'Reilly and bringing on Rogic when the legs are tired because if Celtic go out and say whatever front three they pick and then the midfield three and absolutely press the life out of Rangers like we did at Celtic Park that time, they couldn't live with us, they couldn't live with the crowd and we know what this team are, Rangers are like when the pressure's on them, they will every time. Imagine yeah. for if for whatever reason McGregor was injured for, for one of these games. And, MacArthur's in. Uh, wow. <laughs> McCarthy and Beaton or something like that. Imagine Hatate turning up to the game, his eyes all bloodshot and all that as well. I'm <laughs> shattered, man. <laughs> I'm playing with McCarthy and Beaton. Come on, man. <laughs> Can't he do this anymore? Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com slash 20 Minute Tims is where you can get extra wonderful content from the three of us about Celtic, about Celtic games, about Celtic history in exchange for a very, very, very small sum. Throw some coins in the bucket. You can start at £2.50 a month. You get fan-led coverage of Celtic and it doesn't stop throughout the summer. You might think, you know, the Celtic, the season's wrapping up in a couple of weeks, couple of months. What you guys got? We'll tell you what we've got loads and it's going to be sensational so if you like that or you just like watching the flagship and you want to support us patreon.com slash 20 minute tims the link is down there and obviously with the Rangers game coming up we'll have reactions and all sorts on uh, the next huge couple of games that was the Patreon plug yeah, it was it was yeah good bookends there you, did you like that yep. um, <laughs> smooth have you got any worries for the the lineups for the Celtic game the only thing that you could probably point out is the lack of Juranovic at right back I suppose yeah, and that's, a, to be honest, quite a small concern. Juranovic, mm. I think, is the, I mean, on paper, the best right back at the club. He's the, the Croatian international and all that. But I think Ralston's just been really, really good this season. I kind of get away from just thinking he's he's performed brilliantly. He's never really looked at a place, Ralston, at all. And no. that's remarkable when you think about it. Again, that's one of those things we'll be able to look back on this season and think, Tony Ralston yep. played, whatever it was, 28 games or something like that this Speaking season. Speaking of bookends, I want, to, I want to have the conversation about Tony Ralston exactly one year on from the day he signed that new contract. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, we, all, we all rolled our eyes at yeah. it. I, it was the sign of absolute panic, handing out a new contract to Tony Ralston. I, I don't think, you'd be hard pushed to find anyone outside of this room uh, yeah. who, who, thought, <laughs> who thought that was a good idea. But no, it's, it's been remarkable. And Juranovic being injured is one of the lowest concerns I would have across the pitch, really, yeah. that for anyone to come in and deputise. I think Ralston is about, if he's not the same level as Juranovic, he's close to it. And, mm. and he, he's at least close enough to not make it a huge miss. I don't know if you could say that for many other positions over the, the course sure. of the pitch. If McGregor was out, nothing like that. You, know, you would be at Beaton, who's a decent player. If Taylor was out, you'd be Scales. You know, if um, Starfield was out, Stephen Welsh. So I think Ralston is probably the the best deputy we have in the in the squad. 
Yeah, I agree with that. And it's the way it's going to be. B Celtic have been sort of settled with that sort of back five and Cal McGregor sitting in front of him. It's just a wee bit further forward. Things change, but Ralston coming in, good enough player, isn't he? Mm. He's, he's been there and done it this season. He's been class and it does give us a wee bit more presence in the height area and that's probably the, the main worry I have for this game is the... They're a big team, aren't they? Yeah, yeah the physicality and the, the height again, but Celtic aren't giving up chances again. The Rangers, what, they didn't beat us in 90 minutes at Hamden, so Celtic can get out of this with avoiding defeat. It'd be good, but imagine we win, man. It will be absolutely but you t- See, this class. is the thing, right? We're approaching the end of the podcast. It's becoming that time, but you two... Are you talking like it's plain sailing? <laughs> no, no worries no. here. No, I mean, what? There must be something. You must be thinking, sitting, going. I'm quite worried about X. Oh, of <laughs> course. I, I'm not saying it's plain sailing. I, I think I'm confident in Celtic, but with these games, as we've seen it, the one at Hamden recently, you just don't know what's going to happen. It's a home game, so that gives us that advantage. But of course, Rangers are dangerous. We've seen played them four times this year. Mm. Two wins each. It is close. So it's going to be a, a difficult game. I'm not expecting Celtic to turn up and get another 3-0. I don't think it will be like that. But I, I do believe Celtic can can get a good result against them because we're a good team and look, they're a decent team as well. Crucially, Melly touched on something that also Ange touched on after the Ross County game and it was the defensive side of our game, right. which has been really strong. Really strong. And I know there was like a myth developing at some point that we had a shaky defence in the, the you know in the in this sort of outer press, not within not within this podcast. But mainly we don't give up a lot of chances. No. The, the, and the, often the defence goes I still think the defence is underrated, undercredited maybe is a better turn of phrase for it. They just don't get the credit outside that they deserve. Yeah, well that was another clean sheet of the weekend and I'm I'm almost certain Celtic have only conceded something like six or seven goals in the league this year. But mm. in twenty twenty two, I think it's only six or seven taking it to 19 overall. And two of them were against Dundee at one point as well. So we've conceded very, very few goals uh, this side of New Year in the in the league at all. There was there was Bodo and all that and then we obviously mm. lost in the this Cup semi-final. But in the league, it's been absolutely great. Unbeaten for that, this length of time and barely conceding any goals in, in the process. But you're, you're asking about our worries for the game. It's not so much a worry, but what I started talking about earlier was that Right, if we we turn up to this game in full party mode, uh, full Australian hat, full cats and kangaroos, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ca- full inflatable kangaroo mode. Right, Rangers could either see that as an opportunity to party poop. Right, yeah, they could go and say we're not uh, we're not out of this yet. It might be very very close to being arith- arithmetically over, hmm. mm-hmm. but uh, we're we're back in this. I think or, that will be the Rangers' message in, yeah. within the camp. Or are they done? Or will they turn mm-hmm. up? subconsciously psychologically done will they see the party atmosphere at Celtic Park and wilt under it like they've done so before is that old yeah. old chat about the hunger and all that for Goldson I had to laugh at that by the oh, way did I, you see that I, he, he, yeah. did, he disputed it yeah, on yeah. his own Instagram account yeah. Aye, so he was like oh I th- I'm supposed to have lost my hunger you said it yeah. <laughs> you quite literally said it Connor Goldson is having a barney with himself on <laughs> Instagram it's like remember when Rain Rooney tweeted saying he was going to knock himself out <laughs> it's like little girl <laughs> <laughs> Connor goes like I've lost my hunger I Connor it was you that said it you looking at us for so it, that could be it time will tell because it'll be a, a white hot atmosphere mm. on a Sunday morning and afternoon and again it could go either way they could be right up for it right up for, for spoiling the party or they could be done or they could as I say just wilt under the lights 
It won't be it won't be a light <laughs> under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> under good, the natural lights. Good save, uh, great, great, great save. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Look, and on that, we'll just wrap up because that was tremendous. Look, thank you so much to everyone who listens and watches and comments. Another massive game for Celtic. We'll be there. We'll be there covering it for Patreon, patreon.com slash 20 minute Tims. Uh, if you watch this, more than half the people that actually watch this aren't subscribed to the channel. So hit subscribe and that wee bell on YouTube. And if you listen on Spotify or any podcast apps please leave us a lovely review but most of all thank you for watching and listening a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.